Enoch. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, you know, we uh, last uh, week we covered some things about uh, something we called a remnant anyway, uh, just, just something about people that really love the Lord. So I want to reread a scripture here, but you know, and, and thinking about all this, you know, one of the greatest things that we need right now, I think, I, I really believe in my heart with all that's going on in our nation and, and the threats to people's lives, uh, we'd like to know some things. And one of those things is, is how do we walk in a, in a divine protection of God? You know, how do we set that course for ourselves and our friends and our children, our family, and, and all those things? But primarily, uh, uh, we want to know how to operate in those things. The other thing we'd like to know about is how to have some great favor with God. You know, uh, favor's a great thing. I, I tell you, uh, favor operates in our life. But the reason it operates in our life is because we declare it and we say things like we have the favor of God. You know, uh, I'm reminded when, when we got a hold of this many years ago and our children were small, uh, Sandy got a hold of the scripture that Jesus talked about in Luke. And, and it says in Luke that Jesus waxed strong, growing in favor with God and men, and, and so on. Uh, in fact, why don't I just read that? Uh, read where it came from in Luke, and then if you've children or grandchildren, uh, or yourself, if you want favor, this is a good thing. In verse two, uh, it talks about Jesus, and I'm getting there. It's in Luke, chapter two, verse forty, and the child grew and became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. And, of course, filled with the wisdom of God. So you can create uh, uh, something for your children, grandchildren, and yourself to say. And then it says in here, verse 52, And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. You know, a lot of what we need in life is favor with God and with men. God wants to dump out his favor on us. But, you know, there's something about t telling yourself, multiple times a day I have great favor with God I have great favor you know Sandy that uh, she has great parking favor that may sound crazy but the next time you drive into a parking lot and there doesn't seem like there's anywhere to park I mean this is a practical thing I don't mind walking she doesn't either we're healthy but at the same time if if there's a if favor would open up a parking spot why not and you know what I'm telling you Nearly every time we go into a parking lot and it looks like impossible to have a place to park, you know, we'll say to each other, well, we have great parking favor. And you know what will happen? I mean, supernaturally, there'll be a parking favor, parking spot open up. I'm serious. You say, well, how about a practical gospel? Well, that's about as practical as we can get, you know, those things that we know that we need. And uh, so let me back up a little bit from last week. Uh, because I think it's such a powerful, powerful thing here, and that's in uh, Malachi 3, chapter 3, uh, and it starts in verse 16. And, and it says here, Then those who feared the Lord spoke to one another, and the Lord listened and heard them. So a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear the Lord and who meditate on his name. They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, on the day that I make them my jewels. 
and I will spare them. As a man spares his own son and serves him, then you shall again discern between the righteous and the wicked because one who serves God and the one who does not serve God. So let me back up to this little, this first sentence here in 16. Then those who fear the Lord. Now that fear again means reverence. We refer to the Lord. I mean the base word, refer, reverence, uh, uh, however you want to think of it. We, 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 we make time for him. He's, he's a time for our life. You know, sometimes uh, we want to make time for each other. If you're, if you're married or you have children, and you want to make time for your children. But see, God is saying those who fear him make time for him. That's what that really means. Makes time for him. Uh, you know, I read, read another translation today or, or another scripture. Uh, it talks about that who crave the Lord. I want to know the Lord. I want to know you, Lord. I want to know you, Lord. I want to know you, Lord. Those are kind of things that I have said through the years because I sincerely do. And it says here that when we speak of that, and even these last several days, even since uh, this came out, I taught it last a few, several days ago, uh, we've reminded when we've been talking with some of our friends about the Lord. And it made it so clear. We got together. We didn't talk about the weather necessarily. We didn't talk about this or that. Uh, sure, we're aware of all the things going on in our nation. But you know what we talked about? We talked about the Lord. We, 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 we shared with each other, prayed for one another. Does that sound spiritual? Yeah, it sure does. But what it really isn't so much about the spiritual is it's, it's revering God and having him operate in our life. Wouldn't you like to have that? Some of you do, and some of you don't think that's possible, but it is right here. Uh, so anyway, the rest of that was because he heard them, a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear the Lord, those that revere the Lord, those that made time for the Lord. You can, you can make so much into this, and, and it, it makes it, and then also those who meditate on his name. So we're thinking about the Lord. You know, we're thinking about the Lord. We're thinking about it, thinking about Jesus, what he did for us, you know, meditating on his word, what he's done. He's brought life into, he's brought life. He spoke life into us. And that's, of course, my uh, motivation today is to speak life into you and bring you some life-giving things that, that help you deter all those that threats of the darkness, you know, sometimes. Uh, but there's more here today, so don't... Uh, don't shut me off just yet. I, I'm still getting into the good stuff. So praise God. Well, anyway, then he said, those who meditate on my name, they shall be mine. How'd you like to be sitting there and the Lord just speak to you and said, you're mine. You're mine. That, that, that can happen. It's not going to happen if you ignore him and you go on about whatever you're going to do and you never give him any time and he's not heard you talk about him to your friends or whatever, uh, you know, that may not happen. But if you're doing some of these things and you really want to know him, guess what? You might hear him say that someday. Lord, the Lord may say to you in your heart, you'll hear something come up out of your heart that's, you're one of my jewels. Wouldn't that be awesome? And some of you, that's happening right as we speak right now. I know as we speak right now, I just, almost like a word of knowledge, I know he's speaking that to some of you. Some of you may hear it audibly. Like, you're one of my jewels. Isn't that awesome? And I will spare them. Now, what does it mean to spare them? Well, a lot of things are going on, you know, and, and without the divine protection of God, uh, we need some help. But he says, as a man spares his own son who serves him, 
then you shall again discern between the righteous and the wicked, be the one who's between the one who serves God and the one who does not serve him. Now, just a little uh, departure over here for a minute. Keep you, I don't know where you keep your finger anymore, uh, but I want to go to John, chapter of John, 17th chapter of John. And just a, a little blip here. It's not a little blip, but, but uh, the 17th chapter of John, uh, it's basically, if you really want to know some things that the Lord wants for you, you need to stop and read the 17th chapter of John. You know, people say, well, you need to read this, you need to read that. Well, that's true. There's a lot to read in this Bible. Like a friend of mine said, it's a big Bible with a lot of pages. But in the 17th chapter of John, um, and actually you almost have to start in the last verse of 16, which in 1633, which he says, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So you see, he's setting us up. He's praying there for you and for me to set us up to be overcomers in this world. You'll find that more in 1 John 5, uh, uh, 1 John 5 I think the verses 4 and 5 or something like that. Anyway, I'll, I'll move past that right now rather than... Uh, now, in this verse here, in this 17th chapter, he's praying to the Father. It's in the Garden of Gethsemane. He knows he's, he's reached the place where he's got to give his life for us. He's got to, he's got to go through a lot of things. He's known it all the time. But it, but it just came to a time where this is it. You know, it's like you're facing something that's pretty tough. And, and yet, you just, all of a sudden, one day you realize it's on you. You've got to face it. That's where he was. And it's so good to read all this. I'd love to read this whole chapter. I really would. But at the same time, I want to move through here and, and just pick up a place where he's praying for you. And he says in verse 16, They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. That's the word of God. It's all the truth. And verse 18, as you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world, speaking of his disciples and others in the, in the Great Commission. Which, uh, and in verse 19, and for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by the truth. Here he's saying, look, I've got to go through this. I have to sanctify myself, but I have to do it on the cross. I have to do it with the beating. I have to bleed the blood. I have to do these things, but because of it, they also will be sanctified. That's you and me. He paid the price. Isn't that awesome? But here's the biggie. In, in verse 20, chapter 17, he said, I do not pray for these alone. Because, you know, a lot of people get the idea that, no, he was just telling the apostles, his disciples at that time. And what I did was bring an umbrella. So, uh, anyway, hang with me a little bit. Praise God. So we have a little umbrella here to keep, uh, keep my, my pages dry. But I want you to listen to this now in verse 20, because a lot of people, again, I'll reiterate this, a lot of people will get off there and say, well, you know, a lot of things he did, he said, were for, his own, for the only original 12. You know, they, they'll say that, but they say it in ignorance. And, and this verse 20 makes it quite clear uh, pardon the rain, said, I do not pray for these alone, 
He said, I do not pray for these alone. In other words, he's talking about his disciples that are there present. But also for those who will believe in me through their word. So you see, in Malachi, we're talking about uh, people that you and I get together. We talk about the Lord. Our words are saying some things about the Lord. Here it says it again. They, he will know that God will know that we believe him by the things that we say. You know, and if we want to say, well, great, we'll have great favor. God knows with God, God will know we're talking about him. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, we'll survive the rain even if we have to cut it short here in a little bit. But, but uh, let, me, let me continue on here. So I want you to get that point. Everything he was praying for in that 17th chapter of John is, is for you and for me, and it's for today, and it's forever. The Word of God is true forever and ever. It's same, same today, yesterday, and forever, and, and it, it, it's here. So then we get back into this favor. You know, I, 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 Psalm 512, it says, oh, You, O Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor, you will surround him with a shield. You know, several years ago, I was in a particular place, and we can move over to Psalm uh, 5. Just uh, go right there. I hope you're dry where you're at. Anyway, I'll, I'll reread that here, but in verse in 11, in, in Psalm 5, but let all those who rejoice put their trust in you, speaking of the Lord. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let those who love your name be joyful to you, for you, O Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. He'll bless you with favor. Amen? Favor. We want favor. But we also, you will surround them with a shield. Years ago, I was in a particular place, and I, it's one of those things that, I can tell you exactly where I was. I, I, it's as visual as, as anything. And I heard the Lord speak this scripture in Isaiah to me. And it's Isaiah 4, 5. And it's speaking of when the children of Israel were out in the desert. And it talks about them. And I'll pick up in verse 5 in chapter 4 of Isaiah. Then the Lord will create above every dwelling place of Mount Zion and above her assemblies a cloud and a smoke by day and the shining of flaming fire by night. For over all the glory there will be a covering. And there will be a tabernacle for shade and in the daytime from the heat for a place of refuge and a shelter from the storm and rain. I heard the Lord speak. All, it wasn't audible, but it just came up. You know, sometimes see just come up. And, and it was like he spoke this. He, to, to me and, and Sandy and, and that situation at the time and her family. And it's like he said, I'm creating a canopy over you, a canopy of protection. Now, you see, that's the kind of thing that happens when you begin to really reach out and love the Lord and, and, and go after some, some of these scriptures. Yeah, we're getting rained out here pretty good. And uh, so maybe I will, uh, what do you think, Sandy? Keep going. She's dry. And my phone is waterproof, and so on and so forth. So you see, the Lord will create above every dwelling place. Now, this was the children of Israel, but see, it's the same today. So we're out there, you know, and we're threatened on all sides by, by you know, the, just so much. 
there's so much threatening, it seemed like, in the political realm. And it's like there's, there's, a, there's just a lot of ugly things taking place right now. I don't have to tell you that. If you read any news or pay any attention, uh, it's awful. And the, the threat of a, a virus that may or may not be is what they say, but at the same time, there's threats all around. But just imagine if you could step into this and you can get a hold of this and you set your faith and just start thanking God for protection of canopy and great favor around you, protection from, from the evil things. And, and just all the bad things that are around there. And the other thing is then we begin, we begin to focus on the good things. You, you know, uh, um, we're fine. Uh, we're focusing on the good things uh, rather than on the bad because, you know, I, I have to tell you, I, I'm plugged in. I know the news. I know the stuff. But I only have to hear it five times. I don't need to hear it 200 times a day to know it. I don't need to have all the, you know, get all these messages and, and come various ways and, and they all, you know, a lot of them will say, well, read it before it goes away. Well, it's not going to go away. They just sit there and sit there and then pretty quick 10 other people send the same thing to me 10 days later. I already know this stuff, but what I want to know is that God loves me and had a plan for my life. I want to know that God has favor for me and I know to hang on to that favor. All I have to declare is my God is gives me great favor with God and men. Everywhere I go is great favor, and uh, it's for my divine protection and guidance. You know, that's better than, uh, you know, the, 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 it's like, it's like fear has two different meanings. You know, like fear, the fear of the Lord is to revere him and tap into his great strength and his awesomeness, and the more we do, the more there's like a tangible anointing comes on our lives personally. And when that happens, we have more and more and more to share with other people and, and walk in it. But there's another fear that's of the devil. And I've spoken of this in the past, but you know, the bottom line is I refuse to fear that one. That's just the opposite of the fear of God. I want to I I weigh in on God's, God's reverence. I, I, really, what? What? Oh, oh Sandy's motioning me something Oh, I'll cover my face. Well, okay. Well, a lot of rain coming off that front. Okay, praise the Lord. <laughs> I hope you're laughing with us because we're we're joyful in this deal. And but I want you to get a hold of that 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 canopy of protection, canopy over your life. Look it up again. Spend some time with it. You know what other scriptures would I have today? Well, probably uh, quite a few. But uh, in in verse uh, in Psalm 30, that's another very good one. Psalm 30, verse 12, it's kind of one that I like to quote quite often. And uh, it's uh, in that psalm, it's in, it says, His anger is but for a moment, His favor is for life. And I like to go around and say in that, My God's favor is for life. That favor is for life. It's not just temporal, temporary, something. But and then weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Hallelujah. I want you to have some joy. I, you know, we can get so burdened down with news and all the bad, and, and I, I recognize there's stuff going out there, but if you, if you go to that uh, John 16:33 that I talked about earlier, you'll see that Jesus said, Behold, I have overcome the world. And the Amplified makes it, he said, I've denied its right to harm you. It has no right to harm you, but we have to stand in that and confess that word, set our faith that way. Uh, you know, 
tribulation and all those kind of things, you have no right to harm me. You have no right to harm my family, my marriage, any of my goods. You know, you can't harm my, my home. You can't harm my home. Uh, we're, the world cannot harm me, cannot ruin me. They'd like to make you think so. You know, all these politician types, you know, they all threaten and they're going to do this and they're going to do that and basically come down on Christianity. Oh, I want you to stop fearing that one. That's not going to happen. If you get take this message and you take it seriously, you start walking in some of this, I want to tell you something. The devil hasn't, doesn't have a chance. He can throw the fear out there, and all you have to say is, I refuse to fear anything. I'm not going to be desperate. I, I'm not going to be uh, depressed. I'm not going to be any of those things. I'm going to walk in the favor of God. I'm going to walk in the strength of it. And I want to tell you something. You start pulling that out of your mouth, God hears that. And that's where you become one of his jewels. That's where you start walking in some, some, a different dimension if you're not already. So those kind of things have changed our lives uh, tremendously. Uh, just, just adhering to those promises. And they're more than promises. They're, they're, they're the power of the gospel. Uh, do I have anything more to share today? Well, the, it says it rains on the righteous and the unrighteous. Well, I guess it's raining on everybody today. But uh, anyway, the uh, only other thing I, I wanted to share, uh, probably close this a little bit soon, but at the same time, I was uh, looking at some things. I talked about it last week. Uh, what? Oh, okay. I looked at some things last week, and I want to share that just briefly because what I, I labeled last week uh, the remnant. Well, it, I don't know, but it, a remnant are those people that we're talking about in Malachi. I mean, I look at it as a remnant. They're, they're probably a percentage of the people that are really going to walk with the Lord and really get everything he has because a lot of people say, you know, I'm a Christian, I'm this, I'm that, but, you know, going gets tough. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a percentage of us that really do are serious about him and you know when uh, when they were in captivity and I won't go into all that teaching necessarily but at one point the children of Israel were in captivity in Babylon there was a time when they were released from that captivity and and there's a some interesting things uh, came out of this thing and if I can find my notes in the rain uh, uh, first of all when they were released from captivity, <coughs> there were probably close to three million people that were in captivity. Only like, only around 50,000 decided to go back to their homeland. The rest of them didn't figure out that they weren't in captivity anymore. It was a small number. It was less than 2% of them that said, hey, we're released now. Let's go be there. See, that could be you and me. Because there could be all kinds of thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands, a lot of people that want to stay in the world system even though they're believers. Or, you know, born again. Well, they'll go to heaven probably, actually. But at the same time, you see, uh, there's another level of this thing where God is going to bless those people that are willing to stand up for him and do some things. Now, here's an interesting thing uh, for you that kind of like word studies. There were... Three tribes represented it in, in that 50,000. Out of the less than 2% of them, there were three tribes. There was the tribe of Judah, the tribe of Benjamin, and the tribe of Levi. I looked those words up just for the fun of it this morning. The, the, 
the word Judah means let God be praised. So he brought back his praisers. The word Benjamin, son of the right hand. We're talking about the power stroke here. We're talking about sitting at the right hand of the Father in heaven. Ephesians talks about that for you and I, uh, sitting in the heavenly place. Levi, that word means joined. That means he be, it's like that's us today. You know, we have, uh, we have people that are interested in praising God and doing those things. And you know what? I'm going to call this done because we're rained out here. I don't want to get my equipment ruined. So God bless you. We've had a great day today, and I pray this word will go into your heart. I pray it will give you a challenge, and like I say, uh, keep in touch with us. Let us know. Sandy was putting up our phone number at 605-580-5262, 605-580-5262. Call us. Let, let us know what you're doing. Uh,